Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Reclaim Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Elise, just a black girl out here trying to help everyone do better, including and especially herself. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. If you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. I hope everyone had a good Tuesday off, um, for whatever your reasons are for having a Tuesday off. We just decided to celebrate um, Juneteenth for the second time. Um, we we typically do that. There's, there's nothing that really means anything to me or my people on July the 4th. But um, I hope y'all enjoyed your your grilling experiences. I hope you got to relax. I hope y'all just had a time because y'all deserve. Um, let's see what's going on personally. Nothing is going on personally. Life is peaceful. Life is good. We went to the pool. Uh, y'all's favorite co secret co-host. He doesn't know he's a co-host, but y'all's favorite secret co-host decided he wanted to grill. And pulled out two different grills to do it. Um, and honey, he grilled. He absolutely did. Um, my friends brought over some sides and we just hung out in the pool and drank and ate. And, you know, I sent y'all niece up to her cousins and they had a really good time and they looked at fireworks. and It was really, really great. And it was just great to like, just be Whitney and not necessarily be mommy and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. Mommy is my favorite job, my favorite occupation. Um, I am actually excited to get this little person up from her nap sh- in, in a few minutes, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so, but it's, it's nice. It's nice to, to just be mommy to, I mean, to just be, to just be Whitney where I don't have to be, you know, mommy all the time, but, um, that's all we did for Juneteenth part two. Um, what else, what else do I want to tell you? Lovely humans. That was it. That's all I got. Let's do the recap for the show. Uh, Last week's episode entitled The Supreme Court is a joke, except for KBJ. Y'all know who KBJ is. Um, We talked, I just literally just ranted, ranted about the Supreme Court and how it's going against its precedent. It's breaking its own rules to try to undo a lot of things. Um, It's becoming more of a supremacist court, which is really, really funny because in light of certain allegations between I mean amongst three of the justices uh Clarence Thomas and uh Justice Alito being two of them I think there's another sort of story that's about to break soon about a third justice um yeah yeah another justice named Amy Coney Barrett went on well she had she shared I forget to I forget this where I I read this on the Associated Press but I can't remember where she was sharing these comments but she said that she's concerned about the 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 view of the court and how people are like kind of being disrespectful about the Supreme Court and I'm like honey you just gave carte blanche an opportunity for businesses to discriminate and you think they're going to stop at like just discriminating based upon like religious reasons? No, it's going to be color. It's going to be whites only all over again. It's going to be um, anti-LGBTQ all over again. You know, like you and you gave it to a person who doesn't even have this portion of her business set up. If you guys look at that case, um, the latest case between 303 Creative and whatever the other party was I'm going off the top of my head I don't have my notes and no we have not started the show yet because this show is going to be lighter because the last few weeks have been 
really, really heavy. But um, if you look at that case, um, the 303 collect, uh, creative case, this woman hadn't even started her wedding website portion of her business yet. So we're all going off hypotheticals. Not only that, but she, she said that uh, a same-sex couple approached her when it turns out that the person who approached her was an individual who had been married uh, in a heterosexual relationship for over 15 years. Um, so she basically really went into a lot of hypotheticals. Um, the court twisted this from being a, a rights issue to a freedom of speech issue. And they just twisted themselves into a pretzel to justify discrimination. And they're going against their own precedent, their own rule, their own standing. Um, they're overstepping. And I want to see what this administration, like the Biden administration been talking real big. And to be fair, they've been cashing those checks. Like they've been doing, I won't say a perfect job. Like I have some issues about some other things, but they've been doing, they've been doing the best they can. So I want to see what the Biden administration does um, to ensure the protections of people in the marketplace, because discrimination in the marketplace is not good. It's not okay. And it shouldn't be tolerated. Only bigots would think that that's appropriate. Um, but you can listen to all that <laughs> in last week's episode. There is one person who does not mind you binging. It is I, um, my family would probably follow that up, but, um, yeah, go, go ahead and listen over there this week. Like I said, I'm keeping it light. I'm keeping it fluffy. We're going to talk about just peak mess, funny things happening. Um, interesting conversations happening and yeah, let's get to it. Hit it Earl. Let the people of the reclaim say amen. Glad to be here, say amen again. And say amen one more time if you really like the show. We glad that y'all here today and these will be your church announcements. All right, let's get into it. So let's talk about Essence Fest. For those who are unfamiliar, Essence Fest is what um, some dear friends and I call Auntie Fest, even though it's literally for us we are the aunties no shade it's just it's supposed to be this it's supposed to be and what it was what it used to be was a gathering of black people um typically black women black femmes um but black men also you know black men also come through but you know it's it's usually catering to more towards black women um the black folk (laughs) gathering the black folk in New Orleans, um, and just a just a just a grand old black black ass time, just a good time. Um, lots of mus uh, musical acts, lots of book talks, lots of just cultural feels, just a lot of good, just a lot of goodness happening, right? Well, this year, uh, I don't know if this was out of confusion or what have you. Uh, because I typically don't see, I typically, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I, me, Whitney, has not seen any bad press surrounding Essence Fest. But this year, um, something happened between a local bookshop known as Baldwin & Co. Apparently they were having a book talk um, during the same time as Essence Fest. Now for anyone who's been to any of these bigger festivals, you know, when these big festivals come into town and they happen that typically local businesses, you know, want to 
do other things to bring the people who will be coming into town for the the festival in order not necessarily to collaborate because you know they're like unofficial events but they're having these events in tandem with the big event um which makes the experience more fuller especially for like local businesses it gives them an opportunity to to get some new clientele um and to unofficially partner with the the bigger events right so I believe that that's what Baldwin and Co was doing. They invited a bunch of authors to come down, um, sign their books, have a chat and things like that. Uh, what I think happened, let me, let me jump to the, let me jump to the end and then I'll come back to what I think happened. Basically Essence Fest reached out to Baldwin and Co and said, uh, no, you're not, you are not having this book talk. This is not happening at the same time as Essence and you could cease and desist. Um, and that's what they sent a cease and desist. And Baldwin and Co didn't answer because they were like, what are y'all talking about? Like, why would y'all even send us this? All right, we're going to keep going. So then Essence was like, oh, the hell you are. Oh, I'm paraphrasing, by the way. And they essentially, essentially launched into a lawsuit against Baldwin and Co. Now, this is a small local business. And you can imagine that being sued by Essence Magazine or the the family company of that like you know would be awful for them awful local bookshop smaller like I'm not saying it's like infinitesimal small but like smaller than essence and they don't have the same legal standing or le legal power and so this gets back to everybody like this ends up on social media um and people were outraged people were saying how could and a, a festival or a, a organization like Essence who claims to be all about black excellence, black joy, black vibes, black feels, all the black goodness, juicy black goodness, just good black, blackity, black, black, black. How could they do this to a small local business when, you know, this is like a peak opportunity for these smaller local businesses and partnerships would be more conducive well it turns out there was a it seems like there was a big misunderstanding i'm reading from wdsu they say lawyers for essence sent baldwin and co a cease and desist letter on friday um and when they did not hear from owners they moved towards filing a lawsuit the, the bookstore was dropped from the lawsuit over the weekend and lit diaries reached a resolution i guess lit diaries was the was the uh, collaborating entity with baldwin and co uh, reached a resolution with Essence amid the ongoing legal dispute by Tuesday. Both Essence and Lit Diaries issued the following joint statement regarding the incident. Both Essence and Lit Diaries want to take an opportunity to address the unfortunate events that took place during Essence, Essence Festival of Culture. We recognize that mistakes were made on both sides and are actively collaborating with the parties involved to rectify the situation at hand. We have worked diligently to untangle the multiple issues that have played out over the past few days. So here's what I think happened. I think that Lit Diaries, and, and this is complete speculation, okay? This is allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I'm trying not to get sued, but, you know, no, people aren't going to dive into the details of the in and outs of what happening happened. I think that Lit Diaries and Baldwin and Co. were collaborating. They were excited. They want to get these authors in. These a lot of these authors will already be in town for Essence. So they were like, "Oh, you, you know, once you're done at um, Essence, you know, with your books, 
come on over. We would love to host you. We would love to have people come talk to you, buy your books, um, get their signatures, yada, 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 right? Um, and maybe Essence reached out to a lot of these same authors who may or may not have had stands already prepared for Essence. You know, they may have just decided that they wanted to attend. And Essence was like, hey, we would love you to participate in our booksellers book, uh, you know, book event. And they were like, but I'm already going to Essence and I'm already going to be down here for the, for this event. And the, you know, around the same time. And they're like, wait a minute, we're just getting this thing together. Like what's going on. And I think that that's where the, the issues are at play. There is nothing better than just picking up the phone and just calling someone. <laughs> I'm about to sound like an auntie for real, for real. I Solid conversation can clear up many, and I mean many, if not all, the miscommunications, the misconstruing of things, the mishandling of things. But picking up the phone, going and popping in and say, hey girl, could we go get some coffee? Um, You know, that type of stuff. And we don't do that anymore. And this is a larger case and point of that because Essence should have had the good common sense to say, hmm, let me go call these folks and see what's going on, you know, or hmm, let me go do some more research because now instead of saying like, oh, this is, you know, a local bookstore. And instead of saying, you know, hey, you know what? This might be an opportunity to collab with a local business that makes them look good. That makes us look good. That makes these authors feel good. Everybody's participating. We're all getting along. We're all having a great time in the literary world. Um, and everybody, it would just be all these cultural feels. It would have been just a big moment, a great opportunity for everybody. Instead of doing that, they jumped to cease and desist you're lying to people telling them that this is an official essence event when i'm not sure that the baldwin and co and lit diaries actually did um basically just a bunch of miscommunications that could have been rectified by having several conversations if you even need several could have been cleared up in one um Y'all don't, y'all don't understand the power, the power of just sitting down and just talking it out. It means something and like hearsay and, or jumping to conclusions, jumping off the boat, jumping right on into like, Hey, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah. 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 Anywho, um, speaking of people who should have probably had a conversation, I'm not sure that if you saw what what happened to our dear Akila and the bee uh for those who are unfamiliar miss kiki palmer um diva uh just actress performer mogul extraordinaire who the culture loves and respects at least uh up until this point um she decided she wanted to have a good time and she should and you deserve you deserve to have a good time mama and she put on her little sheer dress with her little bodysuit. And she looks great. She had her hair. She had that hair pressed to the gods, honey. Um, and she looked cute. She looked like she was going to go have a good time. She ended up getting serenaded by Usher. Usher uh, being a gentleman. But, you know, it was a very familiar situation happening between them two. Um, and rather than text his partner kiki um 
her partner, Darius Jackson, decided that he was going to take to Twitter and say some things. He took a picture of her outfit and he said, it's the outfit though, dot, dot, you a mom. I'm going to be really transparent here. Um, and again, this is probably me be having an auntie moment because you get to a certain age, you start seeing stuff from like, you know, a few hundred feet in the air. You can start seeing some things. Um, and you, I, immediately I was like, mm, it's not the outfit that you're mad about. <laughs> and that's okay. Like, it's, it's not the outfit that he was mad about. Like, yes, Kiki Palmer is a mom and she's a mom to your son. At the same time, She's also coming home to you. Um, at the same time, I understand and don't, don't fe the feminists back up, put your pitchforks down. I understand why he got a little uncomfortable. That's Usher. And Usher is like, he's hugging Kiki and he's not being disrespectful. And he's keeping it, you know, he's, but it, it, it's a, it's a feeling. It's just like, mm, I get why I get why he was uncomfortable. Um, but the best place to talk about your uncomfortability about a situation or a circumstance is with the person is with your partner, you know, being in a partnership, you're supposed to trust each other. You're supposed to listen to each other, you're supposed to hear each other. And what you say matters because we are in this partnership together. And instead of being adult and taking your feelings to your directly to your partner, you got all of us involved. And then you learned a really hard lesson. Poor Darius learned a very, very hard lesson. He learned that we don't play behind Kiki, that we are actually like very proud and we love her and we respect her and we support her. Um, but yeah, he learned that um, and his insecurity kind of, I'm not going to say kind of, it definitely came into play and he was very uncomfortable, um, which here's the thing. You could be uncomfortable with some other person feeling up on, not necessarily feeling up because he wasn't feeling up on her. It, I guess it was just the vibe of it. Like I, the problem is I see both sides of this situation. And at the same time, I know Darius is wrong for going to social media about it. I'm like, sir, first of all, you didn't even have to involve us in this. You did not have to involve us in this. This was a conversation for you and your partner, not us. We had nothing to do with this and we should have stayed out of it. And you should have left us out of it. But here we all are. Thank you for keeping us in here. He also tweeted later, we live in a generation where a man, where a man of the family doesn't want his wife and mother to his kids to showcase her booty cheeks to please others. And he gets told how much of a hater he is. This is my family, my representation. I have standards and morals to what I believe I rest my case. He also said this um, after he had posted a a picture of himself and his boxers on the bed and I'm like so what 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 does this say what <laughs> what what does this have to do with your morals and your and and what you believe hmm also he's posted videos of Kiki standing topless um with her baby bump nobody really even you know I personally let me not say nobody because there's some strange people out there I didn't find it very sexual. She looks beautiful, but she's always been beautiful. So that's like not a shocker. She's just, she's, but it's like, she's got mommy glow um, and she looks happy. 
Um, but she's just, you know, standing in her, in her drawers and some stockings and she's topless and he's taking a picture of the belly bump. And I'm like, this is, this, this is cute. He's also taking videos and posted them of her twerking in a cat suit. And I'm like, all right. So is it inappropriate when it's like just in general, or is it inappropriate when it's not for you when it's just for herself? Cause Kiki going to do what Kiki want to do as any woman in her position would do, you know, like she's not beholden to you. Um, and as I've talked about in, because at, at, at nauseam at this point, because I made the mistake of tweeting about this and the next day, every incel and every single hotep who wanted to call her a low value woman. And I'm like, there's no such thing. Every person's life has high value every person um and there there's degrees of being a shitty person (laughs) and you're tapping on that door by thinking that someone is low value because of the clothing they wear let me tell you about this conversation we have i'm going off script uh a a poor young a poor unfortunate soul uh decided to drop into my comments and um or my mentions rather talking about different different uh platforms um and say, this is, I, I'm still shocked that he even like t- tapped his thumbs to say this. He said, the same women claiming they are un- they're the most unprotected. I wonder why. And I said, so we have to be in direct relationship with a man for us to be deemed worthy of general protection. Please rethink this. And he commented, um, he followed up and said, why do you think you deserve to be butt ass naked and still get protection? If you wear red in front of a bull, you're going to, you're going to still want protection or are you going to wear a different color to prevent it altogether? And I said, let's discuss this. (laughs) Let's discuss this. So clothes are the reason you respect people and determine their worth, but not their humanity or character not the literal it's just the literal thread that's thrown over their body also are you calling men bulls as in animals do men not have any agency or self-control and i just asked a few questions y'all heard the questions okay let's let's count them so close the reason you respect people and determine their worth that's one not their humanity or character but the literal thread placed on their bodies that's two um i said also you're calling men bulls that's three as in animals, that's question four. Do you do men not have agency or self-control? That's five. So I asked five questions in that one tweet. And the literal next tweet says, I'm done with you. I'm done. You being, y'all got to work on this. Y'all got to get some punctuation. Punctuation matters, y'all. I'm done. You being disingenuous and, and ignorant at this point. You got it. And I put a Lizzo um, gif in where she's struggling. I said, I'm just asking a few questions. If your argument doesn't stand up to scrutiny, just say that. He said, you're being foolish and trying to be cute for the internet. You, again, punctuation. Damn it. (laughs) I don't mean to be the grammar teacher, but y'all know what I'm doing. Um, You being foolish and trying to be cute for the internet. You understand exactly what the, what the F I said, miss. I'm trying to abide by new age pronouns to identify myself. You at least 30 LOL. Um, (laughs) And so, you know me, I can't, I, I have to ask further questions. What further questions? Okay. What does my age have to do with any of this? Again, if your own original argument 
can't stand up to a handful, literally a handful is five questions, can't stand up to a handful of questions, it's not a valid one. Believing the only women who, do, who are worth protecting are the ones who dress the way you approve of is a problem. And an adult could see that. And then I put the chuckle emoji. Cause like, I mean, you call me old. You're, you're trying to say 30 is old and you'd be blessed and fortunate and lucky to get to 30 um, and any age beyond that. Um, yeah, this has been a really weird conversation because it's brought up a lot of misogyny, a lot of like, how dare these women go off and, and I'm going to continue to talk about a few other women uh, because I tweeted about a, f- a few other women in this one single tweet that made everybody very, very, very upset. Um, made everybody really, really, really upset. Um, but yeah, I just, it really brings out like the worst folks. And I'm not, this is not an indictment against every black man because there's clearly black men in my comments mentions sorry I'm talking about that raggedy app that twitter app um I'm not talking about all black men that is not all it's not all black men it is not all black men and I refuse to say that um Kiki has moral agency like she I'm not moral agency she has agency over her body she can wear whatever she damn well please um and she is having a good time um if he feels disrespected, he feels disrespected by something else. It has nothing to do with her clothes and to blame her for her outfit for anything that could or could not potentially happen to her is asinine because people get assaulted wearing skirts down to their knees or pajamas for four-year-olds. And I want people, I need people to let that resonate. It does not matter what you wear. It matters that the person who is trying to attack you wants power and they are a monster. That is it. That is it. Okay. So I'm glad Kiki had a good time. Um, y'all also had a good time on the internet because y'all drove that man right off the internet. Like he done deleted his entire Twitter account, deleted it going. Y'all found, y'all went back. This is what I'm talking about. Black Twitter, black Twitter. Y'all went back and found this man's problematic tweets about Alton Sterling when he was just saying if Alton Sterling had complied from 2016. Y'all went back and did that. Um, Y'all found all kinds of stuff. Like, listen, black Twitter is the FBI, the CIA, uh, the IRS, and, and, and any one of the other groups. Um, So, yeah, y'all got it. <laughs> I'm just Never going to mess with black Twitter. If anything, I'm going to encourage it. Um, because I ran this poor man clean off the internet. My God, like in a spectacular way. Um, but to be fair, he had no business talking about Kiki like this. Like she could wear what she wants. And sir, if you were an adult, if you were an actual adult, you would have handled this in your house. This is a conversation between you and your lady friend. Not us. Not us. Like, I don't know if... Someone said it better, but they said he doesn't have the power in his own household to say these things. That's why he came to the place where he thought he would have power, which is Twitter. And you'll get a few hoteps. You'll get a few hoteps, but y'all got to learn, like women aren't put, putting up with this bullshit anymore. Like we're not here to, to, to cater to you. That's not the only reason why we exist. We are whole and hu- 
full human beings with our own personal experiences. And regardless of us partnering with you or not, we are human beings worthy of respect. Okay. Just because you can't get it beyond your mind that if you see a little boob, a little ass, that all of a sudden this person is now an object doesn't mean that that's true. Like that's still a human being worthy of respect, regardless of what she wears. You would want somebody to respect you, whether you're in ball shorts or a suit, whether you're in sweats or, you know, khakis, you would want someone to respect you. And I hate that I have to put these things in those types of terms because a person should understand that a person's worth is the same as theirs, regardless of whatever thread they put on their body. Regardless, you have some of the most evil, sinister, criminal-minded people in suits. And you have the kindest, most gentle, upstanding folks in, in rags. These threads don't make any difference. But here's the real issue. The real issue had nothing to do with what she was wearing. The real issue was that she, was, she, was, she felt free enough in herself to go enjoy herself without you that had nothing to do with you meanwhile y'all done got steadman trending <laughs> y'all got steadman trending y'all got asap rocky trending y'all got a whole bunch of people who are in relationships trending because of them being like good partners like being quiet and just being rich just enjoying rich people things um we got I'm, I'm gonna be really transparent I, no shade to this young man no shade to the wow i do sound like odd now no shade to this man but who is he like who was he before kiki because i've never heard of this darius this darius young man like i'm sure he did something i'm sure he's created something or played something or did something to get into her face um because yeah and I th also think it's really, really funny. Um, the people who came out and said, if this was my wife, she would never. And I'm like, but none of like Kiki's not married to Darius. Like they're not married. That's the first thing. Secondly, you're never going to be in this position because no one is going to want to marry you with that attitude to think that you could police her closet. Sir. Well, she should honor him. Why? Why? There's a difference between respecting and honoring y'all. Um, respect is saying, you know, I hear you. I take what you're saying into account and stuff like that. Honoring is for like, it's for your life partner, the person who's made a commitment to you. And I don't know if y'all heard the grandmamas, but the grandmamas say you single to you married. You're single to you're married. And if there's no commitment made, there's no commitment to support. Like I said, this issue, this issue brought up a lot of things, a lot of things, a lot of issues. Um, and so I just, y'all just, mm. let's go back to Essence Fest. So apparently Janelle Monet was there, um, and she was singing some songs and she flashed a little boob, uh, with a pasty on it. You know, there was no nipple scene. She flashed a little booby. Um, and people got mad about that. They got mad about the little booby and someone was like, well, if I break up my you, penis, essentially, um, inappropriate word for penis, um, on stage, y'all will have a problem with that. Um, sir, are you equating nipples 
with genitalia. <laughs> you do know that everyone, almost everyone, almost, I don't know if everybody, every body, every physical body has nipples, but I'm going to say a lot of people have nipples. A lot of people walking around here with nipples. Um, you can see nipples anywhere. Like go to watch, go watch some people play basketball in the summertime. You're going to see some nipples. Go to the beach. Dudes, nipples just out, nipples just out, hanging. Sometimes that's their business. I'm not here to shame or shade. Um, just nipples everywhere. Nipples at the gym. Nipples on the block. Nipples like just doing garden work. Just nipples, nipples, nipples. Um, but it becomes a problem when there's just a bare boob and you didn't even see Janelle's nipples. But y'all like... <laughs> I don't know why she did it. It don't have nothing to do with me. All I'm going to say is this. Nipples do not equate to genitalia. And y'all's discomfort with women feeling free in their bodies is, is really showing. Case in point, another issue that happened, Tracy Ellis Ross was attending a fashion event. I'm not sure which. Um, something in France. She looked, she looked fabulous. She looked beautiful. 50 years old. My God, that woman is aging like, fine wine my goodness we could all only hope to age as beautifully and as happily as she is um despite whatever these weirdo faceless twitter people say you see i shouldn't have been i should not have gone into the mentions i just simply shouldn't because there's a bunch of weirdos there just crawling out of nowhere just keep it to yourself um so she was attending an event and she was taking a picture of the pants that was going with this outfit. And it's, you know, it's like a wide leg pant, you know, tailored to the gods. She looks phenomenal. Um, but she's topless and she's, she's covering her nipples. You could, but you could tell that she's topless. Um, but her arm is over her nips. You can see the top of a little bit of boob. You can see the underside of a little bit of boob, but you know, you don't see no nipples. Um, and I named all the places where you would see a man's nipples. The point is, <laughs> the point is people started calling her a loser. They started saying that she's lost it. They started saying like, not like lost it, like she's crazy, but lost it, lost her flair, lost her edge. Like she was just trying to get attention. And I'm like, first of all, anyone who posts anything on social media is trying to get attention. Anything. It could be a recipe. It could be a dress. It could be your latest I don't know, collage, whatever you're posting on social media, you're trying to get attention, period. We are all out here. Let's be honest, all out here trying to get attention. If you weren't trying to get attention, you wouldn't post it on social media. Let's just face facts, right? Now, the type of attention is is what's weird because she was just showing off the pants. And yes, okay, body. She has a, she has a body. It is a body. Um, she has that body that she has at 50 years old and goodness gracious, she is just divine. She's beautiful. Um, and she's enjoying her body and her life. Weirdos jumping in the comments, talk about, oh, she's miserable. We all know it. She's clearly miserable. She's clearly just trying to get attention. All right. <laughs> sure. Okay whatever you say and they don't like that they don't like when you say when you just refuse to argue like all right whatever you say whatever you say um and so I because I'm a, a glutton for punishment I tweeted <clears throat> a reminder that neither Janelle Monet 
Tracy Ellis Ross or Kiki Palmer care what some random man has to say about the way they choose to live their lives on the internet. Um, that got a lot of attention. That got a lot of attention. A lot of people were in their feelings. A lot of people decided to call me fat. And I was like, okay, well, you know, it, whatever you say. <laughs> sure. Like, sure. Sure. Whatever you say. Um, I'm just... <laughs> I'm just over it. Like I'm over, I'm over this conversation about women and their bodies. Um, I'm over this conversation of people wanting to police black women's bodies, black women's happiness. Um, y'all did this with Sierra when she married Russ Russell and you know, now they have a, a, a growing thriving family together. Um, and she decided she wanted to wear a barely their dress and y'all acted like she had, murdered like a lamb and had drenched herself in its blood like y'all acted like she was being crazy and I'm like he's first of all he's with her second of all even if he wasn't she's having a good time she feels safe she feels sure in her body and it has nothing to do with y'all here's here's the thing that I don't think that a lot of these incels get women do not exist for your pleasure and your observation alone we exist because we exist we exist because we exist. And if that's a hard thing for you to grasp, that people exist regardless of what you think about it and how you feel about it, then that's a problem for you, not the rest of us out here on the socials, okay? That's a, that is a situation that you, honey, need to deal with, not us. Um, it's just, it's baffling that we even have to have these conversations that people just, you know, I don't know. You would see more, you would see more skin on the beach. You would see more skin walking around some beach towns. And because it's a black woman feeling free because it's a little body, y'all are just up in arms. And I'm like, girl, we don't, we don't, is this what we're doing? Do you realize in the last few days, here I go talking about the world. I said, oh, this was going to be a lighter episode. But do you realize in the last few days, the earth has hit a sustained high temperature that the earth has never hit before we broke records and it's staying there. Do you realize that there's going to be a lot of coastal towns that are going to end up underwater because the, 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 the ice caps are melting. Do you know what that could potentially release into the, the, um, into the world diseases that we've never seen that have been frozen under permafrost for centuries, for millennia. Um, all types of wonky stuff is going to start happening to the planet, all types of weather issues and stuff like that. Do you, do you know that? And y'all worried about some titty, some titty. Anyway, I told you that man, <laughs> they done, they done chase that man off the internet and you know, he shouldn't have been on there to begin with. He honestly needed to, this needed to be a text message. This needed to be a text message and nothing else. Um, Good for Kiki, good for, good for Janelle, good for Tracy, good for Megan, good for Sierra, good for Beyonce, good for uh, Rihanna, good for any woman who is in a relationship and is still doing her own thing. Good for you. Good for you, honey. Just, you know, don't let these, don't let these fools tell you. Don't tell like these weirdos who don't even have the guts to put up a profile picture tell you how you need to live your life 
and how you need to quote honor your husband. So weird. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Honestly, that's it. That's all I got for you guys. <laughs> and I told you it was going to be a short episode. Um, but I wanted to shout out a particular group, uh, Flyanna Boss. Um, just two cool, quirky black girls out here doing the damn thing. I think they are so cute. I enjoy them very, very much. Their existence brings me life. Like, I think they're just awesome. Um, and yeah, yeah. Y'all go listen to Flyanna Boss, uh, F-L-Y-A-N-A space B-O-O-S. And yes, it said space. Um, (laughs) yes, I talked out that little space between, um, But yeah, they're dope. I really, really enjoy them. I promise you we'll talk more about politics and things later. Um, I needed a goofy, silly, inconsequential episode. Um, Not as filler, but you know, just just for our brains, for our minds, um, for us to relax. Because, you know, the last few weeks, especially um, with the damn... um, Supreme Court losing their minds. I'm sorry. I just, a a breaking story just came across my daggone timeline. Apparently Marjorie Taylor Greene has been expelled from the Freedom Caucus. Uh, I guess because she called Lauren Bobart a bitch on the floor, um, on the house floor. Wow. Wow. It's it's a lot of imploding going on over there. Hmm. All right. Well, that happened. I t- see. Look, I told you politics would pop up somehow. Um, wait, there was some actual good news before we end the show. There are there are some good things that I saw happening or some things that I. Um, I wanted to highlight. Oh, so this is a black history fact. Um, today is July the 6th. And on this day in 1957, Althea Gibson became the first African-American person to win Wimbledon. Um, If y'all don't know, Althea Gibson was just the dopest, the baddest of the bees. Not bees, y'all know what I mean. The, the, one of the best tennis players that have ever played the game. Uh, But you know, racism. Um, And so I'm sure there was probably others there was probably a lot of other folks that was playing tennis and yeah, racism. But anyway, um, that's a, that was, that's a really, really great fact. Another update to a story that we talked about, we talked about the Philadelphia high school for girls, um, who at their graduation, the principal refused to give several students their diplomas after, um, after audience participation, like they saw them do like a little jig, a little hair flip, or in one girl's case, her family just cheered. Um, she didn't do anything. She was walking across the stage. Apparently they have rules against that. Um, you know, they want everyone quiet so all the girls can be called and then you can lose your marbles. Um, apparently they were not at the school when this graduation was happening. I believe they were at one of the Kimmel Center um, theaters. And so I guess it's like a rented space and you're like, we only have a certain amount of time here. Let's get through this as, as fast as we can. Like I said before, though, no one was doing a TikTok dance. No one was doing anything inappropriate. The one girl literally dusted off her skirt and like 
did like the motion for period, like period, um, the next wipe, like it's over, um, and dusted off her skirts and then walked to receive her, her, her diploma. Well, that principal has been replaced with, um, for withholding those diplomas. Um, and yeah, as she should be, um, I'm here for it. That girl, those girls, some of those girls won't have decided that they're not going to go to college. And this is going to be like their last hurrah walking across these stages in this way. Um, and so, you know, even if, but even if they were going to walk across the stage, like you still ruined this moment for them, you still humiliated them. And in one case, like, like there can be arguments made about like certain motions and movements and how like they had nothing to do, like they shouldn't have done this. But then like you had like a teacher tell them like, you know, when you cross the stage, cross the stage with some flair. Um, what, what did you think that the students were going to do, honey? Also, it's their graduation. This is supposed to be a joyful time. Like, and you're policing their joy. Very strange. Very, very weird. So I'm glad. I'm glad that they, that they replaced her. There was another story. I'm just scrolling through things that I've shared. Um, mm, okay. So turns out that there is an organization that will be fighting for the end of legacies. Um, you know how with the end of affirmative action, it's about to be some very, very interesting numbers. We're about to see a lot of interesting things come out of schools because the, the justices are pretending that, Oh, if we stick our head in the sand and pretend that racism doesn't exist, it'll just go away. Right? Well, no girl, that's not how anything works. Y'all tried that with COVID and now look around, look around. We got more variations in the damn COVID than the damn alphabet. But here we are still dealing with that. Um, actually facing the pro the problem turns out facing a problem head on actually is the best way to solve it. Um, y'all wouldn't do this with your damn teeth or with a problem with your car anyway. So it turns out there's an organization in Boston, um, that is challenging the, Challenging the legacy emissions at Harvard. They say that they discriminate against students of color by giving an unfair boost to mostly white children of alumni. And I'm reading from the Associated Press. The group is called, one second, it's uploading. She's taking a little while. There we go. Um, the Lawyers for Civil Rights, a nonprofit based in Boston on behalf of the black and Latino community groups in New England, alleged that Harvard admission system violates the Civil Rights Act. Uh, I will be following this case closely. This happened just on Monday. Um, so we're going to see where that goes. Hopefully all the way up to the, well, maybe not all the way up to the Supreme Court, because not with this court, this raggedy court allegedly taking bribes and allegedly taking taking trips and having her kids college paid for allegedly allegedly um so we'll see we'll see what, what happens with this case I'm really looking forward to to hearing more about that and seeing how that progresses um I hate leaving on a sour note so I had to find some sweet stories for you guys and that's it for this week's episode of the reclaim podcast thank you for your likes your shares your subscribes thank y'all for tuning in as always don't forget to leave a review 
uh, drop five stars. Let the folks know that you like this show, um, that you like hanging out with me every week, that we talk about things that matter. Um, today we talked about a lot of things that don't, <laughs> I won't say all, but you know, some fun celebrity gossip and how that trails into some larger themes, you know, of misogyny and, you know, women's agency and how men do not own women men's gaze does not matter more than anything else um and that women's life has intrinsic value it do, it doesn't have to be deemed worthy by some weirdo on the internet um low value women do not exist that type of thing um People don't like it, but you know, I'm going to tell the truth that you have value. Like you have value because of who you are, not because of what you wear, not because of what you drive, not because of the job that you have. You on your own, because you are breathing, are valuable, priceless, treasured, deeply loved, and you deserve all the respect. Okay. Um, don't let nobody, don't let no stranger on the internet tell you otherwise. Um, that was such an auntie. Oh my gosh, I'm going to call this the auntie episode. No, I already have a, I already have a title, but the subtitle is going to be the auntie episode. Um, oh, thank you so much for all of the folks joining over on Patreon. If you want to be part of the dopest group of patrons around, you too can join on Patreon. That is p a t r e o n dot com forward slash Whitney Elise. That is p a t r e o n dot com forward slash Whitney Elise. Um. I'm looking forward to talking with you guys soon. Uh, Patreon, hang out. I'm going to have a a deeper dive into some of the conversations that we had this week's episode um, coming up for you guys this weekend. Otherwise, everybody, have a lovely rest of your week, a lovely day. Um, I hope wherever you are, you're doing well, being well, staying well, and feeling well. As always, peace, y'all.